This is your wake up call.
We got some special guests joining us this morning. My partner's them, okay? These my peoples, man. I've been knowing all of them since they was kids. We have Carlos, still kids to me Carlos Miller, forward. Chico Bean, and yes. DC Young Fly. Absolutely, man. From I, MTV's Wildin' Out. They have their own uh, podcast and show. the 85 South Show on the, the Live Speaking South Network. Podcast. Yeah, so we'll kick it with them as well. But let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about, ooh, uh, Chick-fil-A. You might have some Chick-fil-A at home and not have to leave your house. We'll tell you how that's going to happen. Oh, boy. All right. We'll get into all that. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's hey. get some front page news. No football last night. So, yeah, you can uh, just What you mean no me. football last night? It was definitely football last night. Okay? I saw something about the Giants. They were um, actually trending on Twitter. I'm looking at the newspaper right now, and it says that the New York Giants are now 1-6. Oh. I don't know what happened last night because I wasn't watching, but I know that they are 1-6 now. Why were they trending on Twitter? I might have missed it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Oh, you boycotting now? Giants lost last night to the Falcons. Listen, I'm boycotting until my team is over 500. Barkley had a, a great game. Uh, that's what they say, and and, and uh, Odell had a great game too, but they lost okay. horribly. But anyway, what else are we talking about, Yee? It says Giants saved their most embarrassing <laughs> right. flop for prime time. All right, I said what else? That do was we the have? headline I saw. That's I knew it was something. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Donald Trump. He has go. declared that he is a nationalist. That was during his rally in, in Texas. Here's what he said: We're putting America first. It hasn't happened in a lot of decades. Do you know what a globalist is, right? A globalist is a person that wants the globe to do well, not caring about our country so much. And you know what? We can't have that. You know, they have a word. It sort of became old-fashioned. It's called a nationalist. And I say, really, we're not supposed to use that word. You know what I am? I'm a nationalist, okay? It's just waiting for him to put the word white in front of it also. What's, what's the problem with saying you're a nationalist? In other words, you don't care about everybody else. We're above everybody else. And, you know, in order for us to do well, we sometimes have to work with other people instead of saying that y'all don't matter, we're above you. Well, it's an election so year. So that's like saying what's wrong with being a white nationalist. That's when people say that white people are superior to everybody else. But he's saying that from an American perspective, though. So it's a very us versus them mentality, and it's an election in November. So for the people that support him, they want him to be very pro-America. So that works. That's, he's riling up his fan base. Yeah, but a lot of us have family in other countries. A lot of us are from other countries. America is based on people coming here from other countries. Mm. And to say that we can't work... How does that make the rest of the world look at the United States? Because part of what we do is we try to be accepting of people and also work with other countries. I feel you, but he's just trying to win an election in November. <laughs> like that's what he's trying to do. He's trying Next to rally. Next, he's going to say people. he's a white nationalist. He'll do that. He'll say it after the presidential election. <laughs> All right. In addition to that, right now, the Trump administration wants to strip transgender people of official recognition. They want to make sure that the definition of gender is either male or female, and it's unchangeable once determined at birth. So, in other words, there's no such thing as identifying what your gender is, only what your genitals determine. All right. This is actually undoing a lot of work that has been done, and psychiatrists no longer have considered being transgender a disorder. Several U.S. courts have found the Obama interpretation of protection protecting transgender people against discrimination to be sound, but the Trump administration is trying to undo all of that. So if it's based on what my genitals are, what if I get the surgery? Uh, saying at birth. Uh, what you were born oh, with. at birth. Yeah, at with. birth. So it, it wouldn't matter what you do. No matter what, they will not recognize you. All right. Now, Chick-fil-A is trying to get into your home. What they are planning to do now is fulfill delivery and catering service, and they're also doing a mail kit service. Delivery? Yep. I like this. Go ahead. Keep going. 
So right now they have some new restaurants that don't have dining rooms, so they have larger kitchens, and they actually are also cash-free, so you have to use DoorDash or a credit or a debit card. So you order directly from the mobile app, and they're going to actually pull up on you. You know, I thought about this. I thought about this the other day when, uh, you know, when my wife was still pregnant, she was craving Popeye's chicken. She wanted the mashed potatoes and the nigga cookies, right, the biscuits. So what I did was, you know, I went to Popeye's and I saw that they deliver. Yeah. But when you get the food from Popeye's and Chick-fil-A, you got to drive a certain speed so when you get to where you're going, no, but you didn't hear the food is still relatively hot. This is Chick-fil-A delivering it. Yeah, they, but then they, waffle they, fries might come a little cold and you don't want some waffle fries drop past a certain room temperature. They're not the same. Look, 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 Chick-fil-A is the closest thing to heaven that we know, right? Yes. So that means they're going to make sure those waffle fly, fries are nice and warm. I don't believe that. They're going to make sure that chicken is nice and warm and crunchy and soft at the that. same time. Well, what if it's a meal kit that you can make yourself at home? Nah. I don't nah, want to do that. Nah, that's, that's that's that defeats the whole purpose <laughs> of I tried that with the fries. Out. I tried to buy McDonald's yeah. fries. It's it never the, the same. same. Nope. It ain't the same. Nope. And plus, are these people that's delivering the food, are they actual Chick-fil-A workers? Yes, you know Chick-fil-A workers are angels. They're very different. Are you sure? It's not going to be Uber Eats. That's what I'm saying. No. I don't. They don't sound like these are actual Chick-fil-A workers delivering your Well, they're going to have their own app, so I'm not 100% See? sure if they're going to actually... They might make it in your kitchen. Like that. That's how Chick-fil-A is. If bro. it's Chick-fil-A workers and they can deliver your food in some type of warmer, yeah. great. You know what I'm saying? I want them waffle fries crispy. Mm. Mm. Okay, but if they can't bring them, bring them crispy and they, uh, you know, they they not as hot as they need to be, then it's not going to be good. It's going to ruin the whole experience. Mm. All right. Well, that's front page news. I just want to tell you guys, we changed. I remember when the show first started, a couple of years into the show, we every week we used to get make the interns run a Chick-fil-A in the morning. Y'all yeah, remember that? Yeah, that's when I was over 200 pounds. Well, Chick-fil-A also was wasn't even here that. when we first started Yeah, in, in New York. But we stopped. All right. Anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you just want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, lay it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is the Daegu reporting live from Daegu, Korea. All right, what's up, bro? Get it the off Daegu. your chest. That's right, Daegu. D-A-E-G-U. Hey, man, I just want to get off my chest about fitness and nutrition. I just want to stress uh, the people. Uh, all over the place, you know, especially in the U.S., that it's important to keep your mind, body, and soul together. You know, you got to eat right. Uh, you got to you keep your mental together. Like, Oh, damn. What happened? You got to charge your phone, uh, too, bro. Yeah. yeah. Hello? <laughs> Chris. Yo, yo, what up, man? Get it off your chest, Chris. Man, look, I consider myself a student of music, bro. You know, I've been watching the rap game for some years now, man. And I feel like y'all radio stations, bro, y'all like that substitute teacher that let the kids show up and do whatever they want, man. And Who these us? rappers are just doing whatever they want, man. Like what? We need to, yeah, bro, you listen at the radio? Yes. What? A lot of no, Drake. Bro, I, I don't know if you realize Drake. it or not, but rappers been doing what they want, sir. Bro, I'm talking about these lyrics, bro. These songs, bro, they ain't talking about nothing. I ain't learned nothing. <laughs> All I feel like I won't do is, is, is pop some and go shoot when well, you, you gotta stop listening to the radio I hate to say that no, but the I truth to, the truth to the matter is there's so many dope hip hop artists that are talking about things of substance but if you're basing it off just what you hear on the radio yeah you probably won't get it alright bro that must be my problem dog yeah, man. But keep listening to the Breakfast Club, though, bro. Don't don't stop listening to me. I don't know what he's talking about. Don't listen to radio. Just, I'm just, just saying. Listen to us. No, I mean, if you're complaining about if, you, if your only point of reference is the music on the radio, yes, you may feel that way. But that's not accurate. 
Jazz, good morning. How you doing, uh, BJ? Man, I want to call you congrats, congratulate Charlemagne the God, man, on this book coming out today, man. He's very, very intelligent, brother. Thank you, okay. man. Sh- Shook one is out right now, baby. Did you order it? Did you go get it? He's gone. Travis here, though. Why you hang up on him? We got to get to a couple. You. God damn. Let him talk about my book. I'm Travis about to talk about Boy, your book, too. Boy, y'all some hate Travis Hi, about Travis. to talk about your book, too. Oh. Travis, what's up? What's up? Yes. Listen, it's all about Charlemagne today. He's dropped one of Clues Bonds for Charlemagne. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. Yeah, you're welcome, Charlemagne. Listen, your last one, if it's anything like your last one, your last one was empowering. Like, okay, it was empowering. You know, it was entertaining and it was insightful. And this is something that we need, the black community needs. We try to hide from mental health. And just drop one of those bombs to yourself, man. Oh, thank there you, Trav. Ship one is out right now everywhere you buy books, man. I appreciate it. You're definitely welcome. Can I say one more thing? Of course. I, pray, I, I, I prayed for somebody last night. Who'd you pray for? I prayed for Fred from Omaha. <laughs> 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 because <laughs> that man needs help. Fred from and Milwaukee? Fred from Milwaukee. Oh, well, Ted from Nebraska, wherever he's from. Damn, I prayed for him. You prayed for the wrong person, What he's looking for. I really got down on these knees last night and prayed for him. We'll see, we'll see what, what, Fred, what Fred might what need. What you went wrong. <laughs> yes. What Fred might need is for you to get down in front of, get down on your knees in front of him, Trav. Um, um, Why I'm does he always take it that. there? His true soulmate may be a man. <laughs> That's what Charlemagne. Yes. You coming to Philly this Friday, right? Yes, sir. I'm Now, a- guess who you going to see, girl? You coming? Yes, I am. I'm going to be at Mark Lamont Hill's bookstore on uh, Friday, uh, the People's Sanctuary at 7 p.m., yep. You yes, know I'll what Friday is. It's y'all anniversary. <laughs> Trav, you better, you better see him, Trav. You know Trav will be there. Okay. You better take Trav out, man. Trav, my guy. We know, but you But I'm not sticking around in Philly, though. <laughs> he might be sticking around over there. No, he'd be all right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Matt from Fort Lauderdale. What's going on, Envy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, it's uh, Angelina. Um, Angelina, bro, I, I, I like you to death, Angelina. But every time you read the news, you're always, you're, you're just like the fake news, man. You say the title of the, of the, of the news article. And then you switch it to whatever side you're on. Charlemagne, you do a great job of keeping it real, bro. You keep it 100. Trump's a nationalist. He didn't say white nationalist. I never said he said. I never said he said white nationalist. But that's what you lead to. That's what you like. That's the side you lean towards. You know, when you get the news, Angie, you got to keep it straight 100. You always lean to the left. FYI, this is this is not CNN over here. We're actually allowed to give our opinions. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But you you putting in these people's minds that everything everything that the the right side is doing is wrong, and that's not. I'm sorry. I do think that Donald Trump is a racist. I do, and he has said many things that are racist to me. Absolutely, in my opinion. Absolutely, I'm not a Donald Trump fan. Trust me, I'm not. And he gets a lot of support from the Ku Klux Klan as well. And Sounds from white like nationalists. That, that's fine. The facts are you And he gets money from them. Aren't straight. Charlemagne said the right. Your facts are all messed up. Charlemagne said the right. We don't know. Until there's proof, we got to go with what we know. Sounds like you support Trump. I know. Definitely sounds like you're a white nationalist. Why? Now, see, that's wrong to say that that man is a white nationalist. <laughs> I never said what? that Donald... Hold on. you keep, keep saying white nationalist. He never no, no, said no. I never said that he said that. I said next up he's going to say white nationalist. That's coming next. I never said he said that. Destiny. Yes. Good morning, Destiny. All right, good morning. Get it off your chest. So basically, I heard you all talking about um, Trump, and I just wanted to say, although I don't really agree with him, I agree that um, they should take that whole thing out of the 
they should take that definition away because why should people be able to get a second chance at life and uh, it'll cut on a lot of the creepy stuff of them using women restrooms and all of that. So I, I do agree that they should definitely do away with that. Do so you don't believe what? that transgender should have the right to uh, say what their gender is, regardless of what their genitals are? Oh, you want to get it? You want to do away with transgender? You're saying? Uh, basically, um, I. I mean, I know people, you know, go through issues, but they should not be able to get a second chance at life. Like, you was born with what you was born with, so, you you know, that's who you are. You shouldn't be able to change your identity and live a whole new life and change your name and all of that good stuff, no. You know, some people actually end up, like, having all kinds of trauma and even committing suicide because they're not accepted? Um, yes, I do, but I I feel like once they do even switch over, they still do have those issues. Like, but how does that really, affect you? Like, um, it, it affects me because, you know, we... We're, we're even letting this happen to, like, 12-year-olds, 11-year-olds. We're letting them choose their gender without them even being able to grow up and find out who they really are. And I just feel like, you know, it, it's doing a lot, I know, to them and also the, you know, others around society. Like, that, that's just going, I guess, it's, I, I hate to say it, but it's kind of going backwards, you know. Um, and it, it just makes the world kind of creepy, you know. You, you see this person who wants to be a, a woman, but he's a man, and he's using ladies' restroom, but he's interested in men and women, and you have little girls. I have a daughter, so you have little girls going into bathrooms. You know, you don't know if this person is a man or a lady, so... Um, so you yeah, think that I mean, someone's going to, like, attack your daughter or something? Is um, it, I mean, have you ever met somebody who's that, a... I don't want that to happen. Have you ever met a transgender like, person or spoken with one or had any direct um, contact? No, not any direct contact. No, I haven't. All right. Well, thank I you for your time. Hey, look, man, all I know is I'm a black nationalist. Okay. Yeah. That's all I know. At the end Back of the day. off. All right. <laughs> Yo, good morning, MZ. What, what it do, man? What's up? Holla at Charlemagne. Yo, stop. Love you, man. Congratulations, bro, man. I like to see my brothers coming up, man. Hey, thank I like, you. I like that, brother. I appreciate yes, that, yes, man. Bro. You got you a copy yet? Nah, I'm, I'm actually when I go to the bookstore today, man, and grab my other books that I got to pick up today, man. I'm definitely going to get a copy, man. Oh, I appreciate that, brother, man. What else you picking up? That's what it is, brother. Uh, I pick up like uh, a book called the um, the Swing of the Pendulum. Ooh. It's a metaphysical type of book, man. That's what I'm into. I'm reading, like, about self-awareness, building the mind, and really captivating the mind till it's full of capability, man. Oh, I, so I'm, I might have to grab that today, too, guys. Doesn't man. Kobe's you, book come out today, too? Kobe's book comes out today. Uh, Robert Greene's book comes out today. Oh, I, I, I love I've been at Robert Greene. Yeah, I had Robert Greene for some months. Andrew, did you get the book that I um, told you about the other day? No, not yet. I have it written in my phone, though. I'm actually going to be at the bookstore in a couple of days. Well, thank you for calling, bro. Yeah, Envy, man. Yeah, man. Keep doing your thing, Envy, man. Thank you, bro. And make sure you get out there and get Charlemagne's book. It's in stores today, so go pick it up. Take a picture with it. I'm sure Charlemagne will repost it on his Insta Snap. I'm going to be reposting my book for the rest of the year. No, okay. I mean, when people and, buy the book and they take and, a picture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And some next year, too. But uh, Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me, it's available everywhere you buy books right now. All right. That is Get It Off Your Chest. Naeem, we got rumors on the way? Well, one of our favorite people has some new music coming out. We'll give you a little uh, look into that because it's been a while since some new music has come out from this artist. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
Well, Cardi B has announced a new single that's going to be coming out on Thursday at 1230. She posted my single Money will be out. So I can't wait to hear what that's going to sound like. I heard she that. also put up the cover art. I like it. I heard that. You heard it too. Oh, you played it a yeah, couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, if it, if it sounds the same, the one I the one I heard was dope. Mm-hmm. But you can't listen to us because we're biased. We're on Atlantic's payroll, oh, so don't take it. our word for it. Well, at least not mine. I think it's dope, though. All right, and let's talk about Ray Carruth. He has been released from prison after 17 years for the conviction and the murder of his son's mother. Uh, now, what happened was apparently he. Wanted her to come to the movies. She was pregnant. She was eight months pregnant at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's when he had three accomplices, accomplices that were convicted in 2001 of conspiring to murder her. She was shot four times while following him to that movie date. She was able to call 911 and also say that Caruth was the person that she implicated and that helped to convict him. Now, during that time, her son, Chancellor Lee, was still, Chancellor Lee Adams was still born via C-section before she died. He was born with cerebral palsy because of oxygen deprivation from his mother's wound. So now he is out of jail. Now, he did write a letter from behind bars, and he also did a phone call to WBTV. And he did talk about uh, the fact that he apologizes, he said, for the loss of uh, Sharika Adams, who was his ex, he also said, I'm apologizing for the impairment of my son. I feel responsible for everything that happened, and I just want her to know that truly I am sorry for everything. He also wants to actually have a relationship with his son. He said, I should be raising my son. Uh, his mother should be raising her son. Miss Adams should not be doing this, and I want that responsibility back. Hell no. See, this is when I he have a problem. He wants custody of Chancellor. This is when I have a problem with that whole forgiveness thing. Even though I'm working on myself, how can you expect me if I was his son to forgive him after you killed my mother and I'm the reason you're the reason I was born with cerebral palsy, you want me to forgive you and be just have a just go play catch that? Well, you know, see, it's, like, come on, it's, it's a difficult one, right? Oh, because man. he's still Ray Cruz's son, right? And his mother's not there. So does he have you killed my mom? Allegedly, he tried to kill me. And I'm the reason you're the reason I have cerebral palsy. No. I, that's, I mean, I don't know. That's a tough one. Like, I, I, I still think he, I, if he, I, I still think he should be in jail. Hey, man, that's a tough one, buddy. You yeah, kill, like, you know, you kill. How do you my, get out of jail yeah, after you, that at all? I'm period. just thinking, like, if that's my daughter, you kill my still. daughter. Nah, ain't nothing. Nah, there's no enough time for killing my daughter. I mean, no, I agree with you. I think yeah. that if you kill somebody, you should get life. Period. His ass should still be in there, yeah, in my opinion. Right. If you know, but hey. all right, the NFL has also blocked fans from buying jerseys with his name on it at all. If you try to go to the shop online and personalize a Panthers jersey with his name and number on the back, you get an error message. So that's not happening. All right, Amy Schumer is expecting her first child. Congratulations to her with her husband. Mm-hmm. She okay. announced that in an Instagram story about the upcoming midterm elections via journalist Jessica Yellen. So congratulations. Um, Sarah Silverman, she was on the Howard Stern Show, and she talked about... Uh, Louis C.K. and basically the fact that he did masturbate in front of her. Here's what she had to say. I'm not making excuses for him. Please don't take this that way. When I was, you know, when we were kids and he asked if he could masturbate in front of me, sometimes I'd go, uh, yeah, I want to see that. And and it's not analogous to the other women in this, you know, the what he did to them because he had he could offer me nothing. We were only just friends. So sometimes, yeah, I wanted to see it. It was amazing. Sometimes I'd be like, gross, no, and we'd get pizza. Well, she made a choice. She gave consent. She wanted to see it. What's the problem? 
No, there's no problem. She's just oh. making a distinction. She said uh, she's saying what she went through and what the women who accuse him of sexual misconduct are two different things. Yeah, her so situation she wants to make that distinction. She's not saying there is a problem, but she also says that she's fine with him making a comeback as long as he addresses those allegations on stage. Yeah, her situation has nothing to do with any of those other women. That's Sarah Silver's, Silverman's situation and hers alone. And, you know, people say that, you know, they'll, they'll be fine with him making a comeback and addressing it on stage. But he's a comedian. So if he makes a joke about that situation, then everybody's going to say he's taking it too light and he's not taking it serious. So, no, I wouldn't follow that advice for Louis C.K. Well, he's going to have to figure out what he's going to do because he's been showing up and popping up here and there. And people are still going to have an issue with him no matter what. So he's going to have to try to fight through it or not. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. No sports last night, so let's get right to the news. Yes, they were. Hmm? It were. I saw some headlines about sports. You know, I don't really watch sports like that, but I did see some things about the Giants, and they were trending last night. Yeah, Odell played ga- great. Um, he played what? Great. What? I said he played great. No, you about to say Odell played great. No, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> he played that's great. To, that's what it sounded like a little bit. <laughs> he said he played So the great. Giants won. No, they're one in six now. No, they they lost. Okay. So why did you say there was no football? I just didn't remember. I just forgot. Fake news. Go. I can't stand this fake news. All right, now let's talk about Uber. Uber is going to have a drone-based food delivery that's going to start in 2021. According to the Wall Street Journal, they're looking to hire someone with flight standards and training experience who can enable safe, legal, efficient, and scalable flight operations. So it looks like they're trying to keep development of that program under wraps if they are planning to do this drone-based delivery service called Uber Express. And it's going to be under Uber Eats. That would be amazing. You can order some food and get it quick. It would still be warm. You ain't got to worry depends, about traffic. It depends, man. It depends. I saw It'd that when great. I went to Popeye's when my wife was pregnant. They had Uber Eats. And I was like, you got to know how to drive the right speed limit. And the restaurant has to be no, a no. certain mile. Are you listening? This is the drone. The drone. It's a drone. Yeah, it's yeah, an Uber drone. So it's like, Uber drones. The drone get your picks food up the food. Oh, no, flies to you. Look at that. Look. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, if you have revolt, you can see that. I'm not doing that. Why not? Why? I'm not doing that. It's fascinating. You don't have to worry about traffic. I'm old fashioned. Some things I'm just not doing. Although then there will be traffic in the air. You know how unsanitary that is? You think just because it's in a box, you feel cool with your food just flying in the air? Yeah. But this is what I'm going to do. Next time you order some Chick-fil-A, let me just throw your bag to you. That's fine. Why would it get dirty? It's going to be in a bag. It's going to be wrapped up. I'm not doing that, man. Okay, Hurricane Willa is nearing the Pacific coast of Mexico. It's a Category 4 storm, so they're saying it's going to be potential life-threatening storm surges, winds, and torrents of rain. So if you're anywhere near uh, that area, just make sure you get ready for that. Yet another hurricane. All right, and Trump, he was uh, declaring himself a nationalist during his rally in Texas. Now, here's what he had to say. We're putting America first. It hasn't happened in a lot of decades. Do you know what a globalist is, right? A globalist is a person that wants the globe to do well, not caring about our country so much. And you know what? We can't have that. You know, they have a word. It sort of became old-fashioned. It's called a nationalist. And I say, really, we're not supposed to use that word. You know what I am? I'm a nationalist, okay? So people have always defined his outlook and rhetoric as being nationalist. So he's just owning it now. And he's getting his base riled up for November. That's it. 
Yeah, this is um, at the expense of what, though? That's why the United Nations is there, to actually make sure that we can work well with other countries and fo- and function well. So it's only um, if this doesn't come... In, uh, obviously, we care about our country, right? But you don't want to actually harm our relationships with other countries because you care about us so much that it's us or them. That shirt you're wearing the says, says Detroit versus everybody. Trump should wear a shirt that says us versus them, especially <laughs> being that November is next month, and he's just trying to rile up his fan base. All he's doing is, is owning... The, what what people have been calling a lot of his rhetoric. Now, another rallying up the fan base is them trying to strip transgender people of official recognition. They want to make sure that what they're saying is your definition of your gender is being only male or female. There's nothing besides male and female, and that's unchangeable once you are determined what you are at birth. So, under this basis, they're saying that whatever your genitals you're born with is what you are. You cannot change that, and it's determined by that and that only. So, that's actually reversing a lot of what has happened under under Obama's now m- medical science is saying that explaining what makes people transgender is in its infancy. They're trying to figure all of that out. And psychiatrists also say that being transgender is not a disorder. They don't consider that a disorder at all. And several U.S. courts have found the Obama interpretation of protecting transgender people against discrimination to be sound. But now the Trump administration is trying to undo all of that. So transgender rights are now being threatened under the Trump administration. <laughs> All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. All right, now when we come back, we have some of the cast of Wildin' Out joining us. Well, Chico listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. They are some of the cast of Wildin' Out, but these three brothers have their own podcast, their own movement going called the '85 South Show. They're selling out shows all over the country, and I think they're doing a little bit better than just being cast members on Wildin' well, Out. Well, I was going to say that, but let them get to it. Okay, that's where it all started with them together. All right, but anyways, DC Young Fly, Chico Bean. And Carlos Miller, we'll kick it with them when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yeah. We got some special guests in the building. My now. DC Young Fly. Uh-oh. Yo. Carlos Miller. Uh-huh. Hey. Hey, Chico B. Hey. We're hey. we in The Breakfast Club. We done made it to The oh. Breakfast Club, bro. Boy, y'all have y'all a moment. Go ahead. I'll Man, be Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not realize Chico ain't never been here before. Yes, she did. I really did not. It's a shame nah, that y'all both keep telling him he's been here. He keeps telling you he hasn't. These my keep partners, insisting. though. Like I love these motherfuckers. It's a damn shame we never been up here. That is crazy. You know, crazy. Come up here. For and I called you nine times. You ain't picking up. Content or At something. least to stand in the window like them and look like something. Get some content for the YouTube Now, what made y'all want to do the '85 South thing? Because of course y'all met on Wild and Out. I'm sure. What made y'all decide this is the threesome that could do 85 South? The three what? Man, you gotta Charlemagne. watch your mouth, Charlemagne. I know you write books this and all, but you to slip in all of these little innuendos. Chill, bro. You ain't writing no book right now, Charlemagne. You ain't. The threesome. The trio. trio. There you go. The trio. This is a brotherhood. Exactly. There you go. The brotherhood. The brotherhood of three. Well, I just want to get on this train. <laughs> I know I'll start. Like we we met on Wildin' Out. You know, what I mean, we we knew each other. Me and Lowe's knew each other prior to Wildin' Out. But you know, it was just an idea that Lowe's always had. We always scheming about things that we can do to kind of you know further our talent and just show the world more about you know what it is that we do 
individually and as a unit. So Los was just like, man, I'm great. Make a podcast and we're going to make this thing go. So, you know, he wanted us to be a part of it. And that's just the way it went. So they say y'all don't plan the show when y'all go on, on, on tour. Y'all just go out there and, and whatever feeling y'all got. Y'all I'm going exactly. to tell you how we used to do it, right? Mm-hmm. We used to have a structure. You know, like how a y'all what? used to... A, a structure. A structure. You said oh, they, structure. They, 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 yeah, you got to put a K in on the front <laughs> side. It was a structure. You know how y'all used to have a paper, you know exactly what you were going to say. You know, your key topics, what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. We just had to figure each other out first. Mm-hmm. And then we used to have a piece of paper, you know what I'm saying, the first two, three shows. You know what I'm saying? Even with the the, the podcast podcast, we would just go at it. Now we don't have no paper. We going off each other's the comedy, vibe. and we going off the vibe because we know each other's scrimps already. Mm-hmm. All we got to do is press record, and we be like, what you do today? And it's on the pop. What did you see? Taylor went to the show, right? And Taylor said there's one of y'all that has no filter, doesn't care about anything, will go left, by, right. By the way, no, that's, actually, that's, that's all three of them. That's all of them. Nobody has. Nobody has. It's a, it's a, it's a, you get the levels of, you know what I'm saying, of, just of, of, of stupidity. I don't give a f***ness. Of, right. yes, of, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. just stupidity. Right. You got the, you got me, the young, wild, ain't no telling, you got to watch him. Chico, he in the middle between the young and the wisdom, so he be like, I want to go with DC, but I can't. I got to change my life around. <laughs> I, got a, I got a family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it's the mix. You know what I'm saying? And then, he, and then he intelligent like a mom. When he, then you got the OG, the wisdom who done been through everything. Oh, look. He done, and he sit there and still tell you that oh, your look. grandma's still a freak. She's still a freak. <laughs> How you think your uncle got here? Carl, how your mom and daddy feel about you talking about their sex life? Uh, well, my mother passed away, so she oh, don't give Lord. a damn. Uh, my it. father ain't having much sex, so he just living vicariously through me. I okay. mean, I was talking about my father last night. He come to the show, I heard. drink up $200 worth of Hennessy, but I just got one of those fathers that's like, it don't matter how successful I get, he's still going to be a n- He going to try to holler at some young... I got to kick him out of every show. That's just... Yeah. That's the cloth <laughs> that I came kicked from. Him out last night. He definitely did. Definitely did. He but he enjoyed himself show. before we be, got yes. put out. He had a good time. So you let him travel with you? I, some t- I take him places. Okay. But he has to leave early. Cause that night he had he had the food. What he say? To, what he say on the phone? Oh, the, the girl was taking the picture on the phone. She was like, "Your camera smudged." She was like, "Smudged? You talking about my phone? Like it's nasty, young lady." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Man, this is an OG player right here, man." <laughs> man. So funny, man. You acting like my phone. You yeah, acting like my phone. <laughs> That's a nasty word. What's, what's the biggest transition y'all had to make since getting uh, some some celebrity? I think for me, it's just <laughs> understanding that the reach is greater now. So okay. the decisions that you have to make don't just affect you anymore. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Like, but now you gotta understand that your reaction is gonna cause a shock wave throughout everything that you got going on because people are looking at you to either try to get something from you or even fans or whatever it may be. So you have to be real selective about who and what you give your energy and time. Let, let's know that DC I'm said Chico is the smartest. You said you what? Damn who I represent. I'm slapping the ass. <laughs> well, that you got accused of being mean spirited. Oh, don't you crazy? I just tell the truth. That's it. She's so crazy. <laughs> you found your man yet? Yes, I have a boyfriend. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> That's why you're so nice. What is this boyfriend? Well, you trying to shoot your shot long? No, I'm just saying. It's been saying. years. Yes. Is it plus? Oh, and you going plus? No, I have a boyfriend. You like your booty? Cause you know that's what we were talking about in the car. I'll be all with Angela. Yeah, how she be giving me? I'll be like, give me all that. Poor she be name. sitting on that motherfucking radio all motherfucking day, and that just be right. Don't nobody that's say Angela Yee name like uh, Webby, oh, Angela man. Lee, Angela, Angela Lee. Angela you heard how he said Charlemagne's name? 
Huh? Charlamagne. Don't try to do that. Charlamagne. Charlamagne. You keep all that over there, you. Charlamagne. Webby, my favorite Breakfast Club interview ever. Because he don't Who's answer no questions. Webby, what you doing? Mine, we just doing it, Mine, no kids. Mine, Mike, no kids. Mine, that room smell like pee, Mine. Yeah, but the album coming out, Boo gonna be straight. Boo straight. I talked to Boo yesterday. This is the funny part. Envy always come with the question like he said. That room smell like pee, Mine. But tell me a little bit more about the room. Like, how did you guys set it up and everything? Come on, Andy. <laughs> All right, we got more with Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly from MTV's Wildin' Out, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, from MTV's Wildin' Out, we have DC Young Fly, Chico Bean, and Carlos Miller in the building. Now, when you guys are roasting somebody, are there rules to it? No, nah, oh, just don't yeah, talk about nobody. Talking about dead family. Yeah, yeah, yeah dead family. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kids, always right. Today. I would say don't touch kids. About kids. Nah, nah, your kids, kids can catch get it. Really? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Kids, kids, kids only get it when they walk into it. But like, say for if, if I roast you, if I'm roasting you right, and your child will come out of nowhere, he just he got a little walk. You stupid like, man, oh, y'all got a little stupid ass walk. You come out of nowhere. You like, oh, that's on the wall. You like, hey, I'm like, boy, I see. Well, I just came out like, oh, you on the wall. So I get you and your little boy. boy. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna talk about the little boy until he walked through. He gotta walk in the line of five. Exactly. And he, he's just so happy to you know it. How do y'all feel when people come at y'all kids? Because Chico, I be seeing your little girl online. DC, you put your little girl online. I know right. they be trying my to get you. My little girl ballhead. I said first. Shout out to my son. You ain't seen my son? <laughs> I never seen you post your son. You ain't my got no son, kids. Yeah, because my right. son don't like that. He, yeah, yeah. he at the age where he be like, don't do that. Don't post that. Yeah. I don't want to be on. I posted a picture of him one day and it got like 10,000 likes. He was like, Take it down. I'm cute, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> I got you all them likes. I'm like, boy, chill out. Oh, but my, my son, he's about to be 10. But oh, he wow, really, wow. he don't want to do, like, he don't want to be popular or none of that. He just like to chill, play his game. Yeah, yeah, he, don't, he don't want all that. I think that <laughs> posting her now and being able to navigate that energy with her while she with me to help her when she get older and, you know, because social media and all that going to change. It's going to be old by the time she right. grow up. So I want her to be, you know, trained to not pay attention to opinions of people. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not real. You go up under your comments and somebody can say anything to you, but it's all what you decide to dedicate your energy to. So I'm just teaching her that you got the power to, you know, let people affect you on a day-to-day -day basis. So and you put her in your sketches, Chico, brother yeah. knowledge. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cause it's fun. Like she, in, she yeah. into it. Like she into it. That's what she wants to do. Like she expressed like, I, I daddy, I want to, you know, be in a play or I want to do this. So I'm like, well do it with me. So mm -hmm. you can get all the, you know, nervous energy that you may have and all of that. Because when she doing something with me, she don't feel Boy, any, Father, yeah, right, and right. she just like I'm with my daddy, so I'm gonna do whatever. So I just think that me being in her life and allowing her to be able to get all her dreams off and do whatever she want to do while she with me mm -hmm. is gonna make it easier when she get out here among strangers. Did she watch the podcast the and stuff? Did huh? they watch the podcast? The kids? Uh, nah. Like you, you never be for you won't be man. Kids watch the watching podcast. everything. Like yeah. daddy, what's a condom? And oh no, nah. oh that is that's a light question for my daughter. Mm, I know what my little girl wants to have, man. I just. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, Fly. My little girl looks just like this mic coming. right here, man. <laughs> grow some hell about here, girl. How old is she now? Lee, man, too old to be bald head. Uh, <laughs> leave the baby alone, <laughs> man. I've been telling you, man. Every time she wake up, I be like, bitch, look, your hair ain't growing. You need to go back to sleep. <laughs> now, now, so, what kind of kids are you? What kind of questions are your kids asking? It's so much, because they online all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's not like a. Not nothing too, too graphic or too. So you gotta hard. really explain, like, well. Yeah, my son, he a boy, so he he sees stuff and <laughs> he just do. act like he don't see it. Mm -hmm. I know him. I'm doing a good job. 
as a father because he told me one day, he was like, Daddy, boys don't kiss. I was like, See, equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. I hear iHeart Media. We about to switch it back up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Breakfast Club. Start talking like the white man. That happens. Yeah, that's where we live. Why has Wild and Out worked for y'all, but not necessarily other people who may be funny? Like somebody like Jess Elias, she didn't necessarily shine on the show. How did y'all figure it out? What you she mean she didn't shine? She shined on the show. You know, everybody just took to their own, to they own, you know what I'm saying, opportunity and mm -hmm. did it, you know what I'm saying, how they ever want to do it. Because Wild and Out worked like this, bro. It's like, you got to be a part of a team. It's, it's, mm. it's different when you're a comedian and you can get your laughs by yourself and you used to doing your own thing, but like, can you be part of a team? Can you set up a joke for somebody else? Mm. Can you be the joke? Can you, mm. can, do you know how to play off somebody getting a joke off on you? So a lot of that, a lot of those things come into play with Wildin' Out. Mm. And then, you know, it's a lot of people on there. So mm. a lot of people are just looking for their niche and they and never they wanna find be, it. And they just, they just want to be funny all the time. Exactly. And I, I just, I just told myself, like after my first season, I just told myself, really, I learned after my second season. Because my second season wasn't, wasn't probably my best season out of all my seasons. You feel me? It was kind of more so I seen where they tried to cut me up, make me look like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like I'm getting clean. But then I was like, oh, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. That ain't me. I had to go in there and rub my hair up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, yours was looking yeah, just, like, just, like just like the microphone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, wait yeah, a minute. DC, Why people try to change you, DC? DC it wasn't, I, fat I, it wasn't that. It was just more so like I... I felt like the game tried to change me too fast. Right. Before me, you were like, hold up, let me find my place in, in the industry. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm like, okay, me just being me is where I'm at instead of me just trying to elevate. Learn with the game. Don't yeah, let yeah, the yeah. game outgrow you just yet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning with the game. And then after my second season, it was back to action. You know what I mean? And just like how you said, like, don't really care about getting the laugh all the time. Can't you be the joke? Right. Make fun of me every show so I can be on TV. Right. And the platform and is wide one open. One thing people don't realize about Wild Out is you don't always have to be talking to be funny right. on that show. You, there's so many ways. There's a lot saying. of ugly people on the show. Come on. The platform, the platform <laughs> is, is wide open. Get the camera going across. They're like, hell no, look at Wide open. Like, that's the thing about the show. It's the, it's, there's no structure to what you can do in mm -hmm. regards to the comedy that you want to present. Like, for example, the old school battles that me and him do. Yeah. Like, that was just something that was organically that we just did. Like, hey, man, you bet you don't want to do this. And that's the thing. You can do whatever you want to do. You just have to find a way to make it work within that system of being on there with a whole bunch of other people because everybody want to get on there and become the star but it's not really structured for there to be one star and that mm -hmm. the, the big star Except is Nick Cannon one, it's yeah, a Nick, Nick Cannon, Cannon presents after that everything else is you know team oriented so oh, you can find your ass, is, your ass is, in, is an employee yeah how Nick Cannon presents Nick Cannon presents practice how? yeah do y'all practice or rehearse practice it? what rehearse uh, as far as on bottom out yeah. how practice nah. what nah y'all just go there and just but how can you what? rehearse it how can you rehearse comedy? It's improv, right? Unless yeah. unless it's a unless it's a stand up. It's crazy because you came on there. You know we don't rehearse. We no, I mean I know, I mean, you know our section, but I thought maybe y'all y'all rehearse like y'all do the, the family reunion. No, no, no. Nah, so nah. Some people top. some people need that. You know what I mean? Some people and that's another thing about Wildin' Out. A lot of people come in and don't get the structure and try to do comedy like they doing on their phone and all that. But there is no edit and delete right. when you shooting live yeah. TV. But you gotta understand gotcha. that that Wildin' Out is TV. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they we they they, they go get the people and then they put them on the show. But then you gotta understand when that thing. Say action, 
Yeah. Them ain't no go get back. Ain't no go like back. This and and People be in there wilding, wilding. I'm gonna be in there like this. Oh, shit. Oh, they're real. They're yeah. TV. All right, we got more with the cast of NTV's Wildin' Out and also the 85 South podcast. Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club from MTV's Wildin' Out. We have Chico Bean, Carlos Miller, and DC Young Fly. Charlamagne? How do y'all feel about Nick Cannon stand up? Say what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how do y'all feel about Nick Cannon stand up? What you mean? His comedy. What you mean? Like, what are you, just in general. I'm just saying. He's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you thought we were going to say That's something bad about Nick. That's the OG. Okay, we're going to say. You thought we were going to say something stupid. I didn't say nothing bad. I didn't say nothing bad. I had a simple question called Nick Cannon. He was right up there. What are you talking about? Right. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Say it again. Right. Say it again. Rich Brown. Okay. Nick Cannon. Okay, I yeah. thought I thought else. I was about to say Bernie. You ain't gonna mess up my it, opportunity okay. to get a clear what? coat on my skin, Charlemagne. You tripping. What about his music? Huh? Name what you say? Hold on, wait a minute. What you say? What about his what about his music? Yeah. It's the Beatles, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Don't do that. It's the Beatles, Prince R.I.P. Nick Cannon. So Nick Rap better than you. Huh? Nick Rap better than you? What? He's great. Exactly. And that's the thing, like he's cold. We, you know, we we make the jokes about Nick, but that's what makes Nick so great is that he you can know, take the joke. That he, and he can, but he can't. he would be like, huh, cut it out. <laughs> make a lot of money off that music. Lighting up the brand. <laughs> but Nick is the type of dude that he got all of the jokes that we tell about him. But that's the thing that make me, you know, so appreciative of him. It's like if you a boss, you can put somebody on. Yeah, but yeah, it's a yeah. difference to put them on and stand next to them while they figuring out the process. And that's what. It, and not only mm -hmm. that, be the brunt of the joke when they figuring out the process. Like man, over the years, how many times have we cooked Nick on the show? I think I done cooked him too much. Yeah, yeah, this white, they done kicked me off. They editing you out now? They kicking me <laughs> out. They talking about <laughs> shit. They're like, Yo, don't even come back next year. It is, it is. You laughing, but I'm dead ass. I was saving that to say it. Yeah, they done kicked me it out. It ain't that. They done kicked me off the show. show. They done kicked me off the show. They done kicked me off. I got to break it. Breaking news. They called me. They were like, we love you, but we don't you know. Swear to God, Carlos. Swear to God. Call him, Sean. Chico, is he lying? No. Nah, nah, he not lying. Tell him. DC? No. The show is about to end, man. Come on, man. They the kicked you off. They didn't kick me off. You said that thing about boys kissing somewhere, you didn't you? They, did. they picked you up and no, said, look, that. get on the sidewalk. I think it was when I told Nick he was lame as hell for going on a date with Mariah and her new dude. And then I felt it was all downhill after that. Yeah. <laughs> I said it, and then it was just, I was just, the vibe changed. He was like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> And it was that. They can't yeah. just kick Carlos you off now. Come on, Dad. We need an explanation. I think it was the white people. The for white real? people never, I yeah. never really, they never really loved me like that over there. I feel like it's too much to have that grown man need to have a sit down. Because yeah, I'm yeah, the little yeah. brother that go, me I too. went to the source. You feel me? Any problem, any solution, I'm confrontational. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I go look the confrontation in the And what do you say, what do you say when you ask him? Basically, need to have a sit down, man. That's nigga, all that I, is. I, I Put mean, Nick on the phone, man. Let me tell you something. Put Nick on the phone so I can watch this hold interview. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You about to call him? Yeah, we gonna call him right now. I can't believe they doing this to my He gonna get this settled. This some bullshit. It is. This is the breakfast club. He done waited to the breakfast club. <laughs> yeah. He was up here waiting. Everybody like, I just can't wait for that one what? question. Los, where you at? Right, here we go. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Nick. Yo. What's up, oh, my bro? Yo. What's now listen, we got, your, we got your part. We got all our partners in here right now. We got DC Young Fly. That's right. We got Chico, Chico Bean and Carlos Miller. Like how you said my name last. Now Nick, is there an issue between you and Carlos? Carlos done told me you done fired him. Yep. 
Hey, nothing happened. That's my man for life. So, I'm so why he not on the show no more? I'm if he lying us, he lying us, uh, Nick. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of people that ain't on the show no more. Y'all know how these white folks work. Oh, blame it on the white folks. Blame <laughs> it. It's Toast? your show. But it's Carlos, show. Nick, it's your show. And Carlos is one of the main people on there that I tune in for. Carlos, I love Carlos. I think I don't know how the negotiations work with how much people get paid and how many episodes and all of that. We ain't talking about that. And all that. But if y'all want to talk about the money on on air, and we ain't talking about the money. We not talking about the money. It's the, it's the job. He said you got to get the job, then talk about the money. He said you fired him and replaced him with Cat Williams on the on the Wild and Out tour. He didn't say that. I, I can understand that one though. I didn't say that, but Carlos said he ain't never want to be on the tour. We you ain't never heard me Carlos. say that. The who you had answering the phone called me one day about a flight and was like, "Well, you need to Here find something else to do," and I ain't heard from y'all since. Damn. Yeah, I heard you say you ain't messing with that toy. That is some bullshit. I ain't uh, never said uh, uh, that. You took that that somebody See? said. So it's just miscommunication. I miscommunication. ain't never say that. I don't, cause I don't handle the money and all. As long as my money is right, I get to it. So the thing with having ordered, all I know is they said Carlos wasn't messing with us. I was like, all right. Nick, we love both of y'all. You know damn well. I think that we need. I think you need to have a conversation with Carlos on the low, cause he a little hurt. I couldn't believe what he was saying on the Breakfast Club this morning. Shut up. He didn't say nothing crazy. He didn't say nothing crazy, man. Oh, let this. Hey, so Carlos, you want to be back on Wildin' Out? Yeah. Nick! <laughs> Nick! Nick! Right, come on, on, bring Carlos back to Wildin' Out, Nick! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Real, real <laughs> situation! Nick! Yo! Nick, didn't I tell you I'd take a pay cut for my dog to be back on the show? He did. He pulled me to the side. He said, Nick, what white people we got to talk to, Nick? Did Carlos say something homophobic? A joke too far? Nah, not at all. Told you. Hey, man, I got plenty of homeboys Damn. in the LMNOP community. Well, Nick, this one community, <laughs> they done had some letters. Uh, Nick, he, he, Carlos done. What's wrong with you, Don't, man? You stopped that, Carlos. They did. We here at the breakfast Nick, club. Thank you for answering the phone, Nick. Nick. We, we ain't mean to bother you this morning, Nick, but we just want to get to the bottom of hey, the Carlos situation. Nick. I know. I'm in school. Y'all calling me. He's in school. He's Howard. Hey, Nick. Before you hang up, the is lied on me, bro. I love you. I Enjoy school, Nick. See you at the barbecue next week, Nick. Hey, 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 I still got my job, right? I know. Man, I was about to be there. This is, we all about to be out this month. This Charlemagne about to have everybody over. I'm about to be up here. I'm about to be up here. Goddamn typing up the donkey of the days for this. Yeah, we about to be on it. I'm about to take DJ Envy job. Yeah, it's the Breakfast Club. Good afternoon. Uh, Not morning. We doing the afternoon. Where can they see the 85 South show, man? Bro, right now we're living on YouTube. We, uh, <laughs> this guy's crazy. We got a big YouTube page that's jumping out the gym. Yep. You can pull it up on there. Um, Y'all on SoundCloud too, right? SoundCloud, SoundCloud, SoundCloud iTunes, I know. all that.
Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Then uh, we got a couple Loud live shows coming up. Uh, we in Chicago November 21st. Right. And then we in Mobile November 18th. Then no Mobile Alabama November 25th. Another side note, Charlemagne. Uh, I be seeing the pictures you be taking after the show with your Timberlands, man. Loosen up your Tims, <laughs> man. Stop when you make. You make, you make a pair of Timberlands look like Omega Sci-Fi probate boots. Like, you got to chill, bro. You got to untighten them boots, man. I'm like, why the Charlamagne? You're not supposed to get your size in Tim's. You're supposed to go a half size yeah, down. Bro. Your Tim's is longer than DJ Envy's career. It's like, it don't make no sense, man. All right. Oh, goodness, okay, man. listen. Anthony, here, Anthony John, Carlos, we love you. Oh, you going to say our, oh, yeah. you gonna say our <laughs> real name, Lenard? We know you, Lenard. Monique told us that, Lenard. Lenard. And get your ass out of here, Lenard. Your real name, Lenard. Isn't the real name Lenard? Lenard. Like Lenard. You got Lenard. Lenard don't got the acne no more. Lenard. Lenard ties boots. That's why Lenard's skin look like that. He ties boots up so tight. Cause that's, what a, that's where all the black is in his ankles. He don't want to creep back up his thigh. Be back on his face again. Lenard is a cable man on the set. Exactly. Lenard. Oh. What's your last name? McKelvey. Lenard McKelvey? You don't get your serious name, man. Lenard McKelvey was a good Lenard young boy. McKelvey. Until he met John, and oh. then things went south. <laughs> the Lenard McKelvey story. That's what I'm saying. You're a serial killer, man. Thank y'all, man. Now he ended the interview. I love y'all, man. I think a name sounds like a Christmas song. We ended the interview. Who y'all got great? Come in here. Who got the? Lenard McKelvey. Y'all done for the day. Y'all done for the day, but we can stay. Y'all ain't about to go do nothing but flip houses and tie boots up tight. We can stay up in this bitch. It's Lenard McKelvey. This is the Breakfast Club. We don't have no breakfast. the Breakfast Club. Good morning. How do you spell McKelvey? Is it a pop? McElvey. It's really McElvey. It's really, it's really Leonard McElvey, but he couldn't tell me. He had to put a spin on it. It's Leonard McElvey. Your name Leonard McElvey. Stop playing. All right, well, shout to Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly for joining us this morning. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, this couple seemed like they would be together forever, but turns out they even had a divorce paper signed. Find out what they had to say looking back, coming up on The Breakfast Club. It's this is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, y'all need to get into this red table talk that Jada Pickett-Smith, now she had Will Smith on, and they're revealing a lot of things about their relationships, the early stages, how they met, the problems they had. She talks about meeting Will Smith, and she was actually, according to Jada Pickett-Smith, dating someone else. You were on Different World. Yes. And Alfonso knew everybody. And I remember the first time I saw you. I actually think I dated Alfonso. You, so Alfonso knew you. I was like, yo, dude, I saw this girl on Different World. It's, her name is Jada. Dude, he said, oh, yeah, yeah, my boy knows her. He can introduce you. And then Alf was like, yo, that's my boy that knows her. And he sat down. And I was like, yo, who's that girl he's with? <laughs> The dude that was going to introduce you're, me to Jada crazy. was with another girl. And I was like, who, who is was that? was that girl? And it was Cherie. All right. Well, Alfonso Ribeiro actually responded. Carlton. He said, sorry, Jada, your memory is a little off. We went to lunch with your family when we both guest starred on A Different World the year before you became a regular. That's a little snarky. Damn. <laughs> we didn't date. I didn't date you. Wow. He said your memory's a little off. Oops. Off. Go off. All right. Now, in addition to that, he talks about actually... Uh, 
you know, maybe uh, finally realizing the data was the one for him. We had all of these near misses, and every time we saw each other, it was always a beautiful energy. Right. The real time was probably, I think, Dwayne and Tisha, Tisha had a thing at the baked potato. Yep. And we sat down at the baked potato. And talked. And we talked. We wow. did not have an affair. We did not have an affair. He was married. It was just that next night, me and Cherie went to dinner. And I remember I had to get up from dinner when I had a, a realization that I wasn't with the person I was supposed to be with. I went in the bathroom and I broke down in tears. I knew Ooh. that was the woman I was supposed to be with, but I was never getting divorced. Oh been a, that must have been a crazy conversation. Can you imagine something like that? Well, it was a crazy conversation. Check it out. And Whoa. then she divorced you. I remember I was like, Damn. I'm going to sign her divorce papers. I walked out of there and I was in the car and I had Jada's number. I called Jada. I said, hey, Jada, what's up? It's Will. She said, hey, how you doing? I said, good. I said, are you seeing anybody? Oh, my God. And she said, uh, no. I said, cool, you're seeing me now. And my dumb and ass was said, like, okay. <laughs> Just like that? Look at that. Wow. Um, this is amazing. Now, they have had their rough patches. I know this sounds like a fairy tale romance and beginning, but there was a period of time when it didn't seem like it would last. And I think for me, the turning point in our relationship for me happened when I turned 40. Mm. I, I just, 40th birthday. Yeah, I just yeah. couldn't. I was just, just like, fed up. I, I, was, I was like, I just, I can't, I can't do this like this anymore. Next time at the red table. We broke up. Will and I really break it down. I was devastated even worse than a divorce. <sighs> so make wow. sure y'all stay tuned. Red table talk is not a game. That sounds amazing. I'm going to definitely you check in. Check, check in out. with that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. That's all you got for me? There's no more? Go watch the whole You're thing. A teaser, yo. And then you also you gotta watch the next episode. They tease the next episode with their relationship problems when it might not have worked out. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. I'm a fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to chop these gloves. Let's go. They had to make the judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Uh, yes, donkey of the day for Tuesday, October 23rd goes to Caitlyn Jenner. Now, the reason Caitlyn Jenner is getting donkey of the day is because yesterday Caitlyn Jenner posted on Twitter the Trump administration has ferociously attacked my community again. Just as an FYI, Mr. President, the military is the single largest employer of trans people in the world. This leaked memo is an unacceptable attack on my community. We will not be erased. Uh, that was in reply to a memo that was released by the New York Times on Sunday that revealed our celebrity and chief's administration is looking to define sex as based on the genitalia that a person has at birth, which potentially could eliminate the legal recognition of transgender people. Now, the reason Caitlyn Jenner is getting donkey today is because in 2016, she was supporting Donald Trump. Uh, safe to say Caitlyn voted for Donald Trump. Now, Caitlyn supported Trump after he called Mexicans rapists, mocked a disabled reporter, and was heard talking about grabbing a woman by the poom poom without her consent. None of those things bothered Caitlyn. In fact, Caitlyn once said on her reality show that she thought the celebrity-in-chief Donald Trump would be good for women's issues. She actually defended voting for Donald Trump on Seth Meyers' show. Let's hear it. First of all, um, I'm not a one-issue voter. And obviously, I know I'm not stupid. The, the Republican Party 
does not do a good job when it comes to equality and, and the entire LGBT community. The Democrats are better there. But for me, I've, I've been around a long time. I'm, I'm probably more conservative. And I believe in little things like the Constitution and freedom. And, you know, I believe in minimal government. Uh-huh. Um, I believe in the people of this country to get us out of the trouble that we're in financially and economically. And so the Republicans have been done a better job in that direction. Now, as far as LBGT issues, I got to keep an eye on these people. He gets into office and one of the first thing he does, which he never should have done, is uh, repeal the Title IX for equality for trans people in school. Uh, that was good federal guidelines for states to be able to follow. Uh, and I blasted them. Uh, my loyalty is not with Donald Trump. My loyalty is not with the Republican Party. My loyalty is with my community. And I will fight for this community. Now, I agree with not being a one-issue voter, but when the issue is your very existence, Caitlin, you just said you care about your community above all. If you care about your community above all, then the one issue that should be the most important to you as a transgender person is the protection of LGBT rights, period. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, You wouldn't have to watch these people if you didn't put these people in positions of power. The threat to your community that is Donald Trump was powered by you. This reminds me of a quote by Martin E. Holler. Uh, I'm pretty sure I pronounced his name, his last name wrong, but I can pronounce the quote accurately. Uh, first, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unions, unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Nobody cares until it affects them directly. We are willing to put up with evil until that evil affects us directly. Caitlin, Caitlin was willing to put up with everyone else being oppressed and marginalized and disrespected because Trump was going to make the rich like Caitlin richer. But now that Trump's evil affects your very existence and your community's existence, you want to speak out against the problem that you help create. Some donkey of the days just saw themselves. Please let Remy Ma give Caitlyn Jenner the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. you dumb. That's all I'm saying. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne has a new book out today. Yes, sir. Shook One. Anxiety Shook One. Playing Tricks on Anxiety Me. Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. It's available wherever you buy books, Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. It's out. So we're talking about anxiety. Now, um, like I told you before, I have anxiety when it comes to my kids all the time. Like, no matter where my kids are, what my kids are doing, I have anxiety about that. I call that parental paranoia. I have a whole chapter in my book about it. You know what I mean? I think that that is a form of rational anxiety, but I think it's all the things that we see that happen in the world, whether it's the school shootings, or, you know, you got daughters, you these dumbass human trafficking rings, or just, like, you know, creepy dudes. Like, all of that causes you to have some type of anxiousness. You know, you know what's worse than my, my, my parents? What do you call it? Parental anxiety? Parental paranoia. Yeah, par- yeah. You know what's worse than that? Failing. Like, I have a real anxiety about failing and becoming broke. That's why I do so many jobs. I DJ so much. I flip so many cribs. Like That's why I overly work to make sure my family is never in a position where they have to need for something or you know, you look all sometimes and you see especially in our our business, an entertainer that had a lot and then lost it all. Like That really bothers the issue out of me. That's why I continue to work and and I go over what I'm supposed to. I don't want people to ever feel like not to try something because they're scared to fail either. I think sometimes people are scared to even put themselves out there because they're scared of failure or scared of taking a risk with their money because even if things don't work out, there's valuable lessons that you could learn. It's just 
being uh, as prepared as possible when you make those decisions. Well, that's, that's why when it comes to anxiety, you got to use that fear as fuel. You know what I mean? I always salute K-Fox because K-Fox sent me this acronym one time, and it was an acronym for fear. It was, it was uh, face everything and rise or fear everything and run. And I think about like what my father used to tell me, if I don't change my lifestyle, I'm going to end up in jail, dead, or broke sitting under a tree somewhere. That scared me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I refuse to, to accept one of those options. I didn't want to be broke sitting under the tree. I didn't want to be dead. I didn't want to be in jail. So I changed my lifestyle and used that fear of one of those three options happening as fuel to, you know, be successful. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Cassie. Hey, Cassie. Good morning. It's Cassie with the T, like Sassy, but with the T. Okay, Cassie. Cassie. All right. Okay. Now, what gives you anxiety, Tassie? So, in 2009, December 27th, I was in a car accident, and it left me in a coma for 10 days, so I woke Oof. up in 2010, and after that, I wasn't able to fall asleep at night because I would have anxiety attacks that I would wake up in the new year. So, hey. I had to take medication, but it ended up giving me suicidal thoughts. So, now, I just have anxiety, like, all day, every day, and I just breathe through it because I'm afraid to take medication. Hey. Well, Tassie, I just want to say we are so glad that you're still here with us and that you survived that. That is a blessing. Thank You're you. meant to be here. Yeah, and it Thank sounds you. like and it sounds Thank like you, you suffer from some sort of PTSD. I, I might. I think I really might. Um, and also, I work a stressful job, so on top of all that, it's just like stress and anxiety. It's just not good for me. And that's why my ass be going to therapy right there. We all get overwhelmed, B. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when you the go-to person, you need somebody to go to. Nicole. Good morning. Good morning, Nicole. Now, what gives you anxiety? Uh, just. Being, I was a victim of molestation from the time I was about four to the time I was about 14. Mm. Uh, and it was by my mother's husband. And uh, just now that I have a daughter, she's 12, but when she became, when she turned four years old, uh, just having to, like, I got major anxiety because I didn't want her out of my sight. Mm. I didn't date uh, openly around her because I didn't trust any other guy mm. to be around her. So... Even now, I still deal with it, and she's and she's twelve. Wow! I mean, that would give me—I I think that would give anybody anxiety. Man. Oh yeah, that's, that's, a survivor. That, that's trauma based off your past Absolutely. experiences, and you think that the you think that the worst is gonna happen to your 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 baby. Mhm. Mm yeah, and it was sad. Like even with her father, we were very very young, uh, but him and I had a really really bad relationship. Um, I got pregnant when I was 18. He, you know, was in the streets and different things like that. And there was a lot of abuse. But in my mind, I kind of like said, I'll take this abuse from him uh, because I don't want to date anyone else. I feel like if my mom was with my father, it wouldn't have happened to me. So if I got to have a busted eye or, you know, a swollen lip today to because I know he wouldn't molest his own daughter. So it, it kind of like trickled into a lot more going on right all right well thank you mom and get that baby a kiss for us okay will do and she she what okay. head calling head calling everybody a big jar big jar of mayo and her uncle told her it was okay what <laughs> yo, I, yo yo what i'm telling you these robots happened. exist out here in this what world that? that's the other what thing that happened? gives me anxiety what letting me know that? that some of us are robots amongst us some of us are aliens what we are all that? being duped right now people i'm telling you it's robots out here in that's these streets that was a regular human being who had a malfunction just now <laughs> because the government wow. is taking human beings and they're cloning people that was a clone we just heard a clone just now. Wow. Are we and you wonder why I got that? my goddamn anxiety. 
Okay. Eight, that clone just had a malfunction. 800 585. That clone just had a malfunction live on the radio. We're talking anxiety. Wow. Call us right now. Have you faced anxiety? Oh my God. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne has a new book that's out today. Yes, Shook, shook one. one. Anxiety, anxiety playing, playing tricks, tricks on, on me. me. Please, so let's not sound like an R&B group. So. <laughs> no, we did. Uh, you just got to say your name first. Uh, so we're asking, what gives you anxiety? You know, I was talking, I, I told you, you know, being broke, not being able to provide for my family and, and hold my family down really gives me anxiety. That's why I, I overly work. I overly invest. I overly look into things to make sure everybody is good, try to spread my money as, into as many things as possible. Well, my, my problem is, like, the irrational irrational anxiety, you know what I mean? The irrational fears that pop up in my mind, the things that I can see on TV. Like, I remember when Pimp C died, you know, uh, back on December 4th, what was that, 2007, if I'm not mistaken? And I remember Pimp C dying that morning and that being such a shock to people and nobody really, really knowing why he died. And then for whatever reason, I thought he died of a heart attack. And I had drank a Red Bull earlier that day and forgot I drank the Red Bull. So I'm thinking about Pimp C dying all day long. So I had a panic attack and went to the emergency room because I thought I was having yet another heart attack. And uh, the doctor was like, you're fine. And then he was like, have you ever had anxiety? And this was before... This was before I realized I did have anxiety. And I was like, no, I, I never had a panic attack. I, never, I don't have anxiety. And he was like, did you drink any caffeine? Energy drink maybe? And I was like, oh. Mm -mm -mm. Because of Pimp C dying, I gassed myself up to think that they were going to find me the next day laying in a room somewhere dead. That's irrational anxiety. My goodness. Our anxiety in general. All right. Well, let's go to the phone line. Hello, who's this? Hello, how y'all doing? Are you a robot or human, sir? A clone? I'm a, I'm a human. Okay, all right. Well, what gives you anxiety? Uh, well, I tried to smoke a weed a couple of years ago, right? And I caught this crazy anxiety where I had to go to the hospital because it was so bad. As you guys, do you guys know anybody else that had that problem? I do. Uh, I know, I know yes. a couple people, actually. His but... name is Charlemagne the God. He smoked sativa uh, last year or early. Was it early this year? Early this year. No, it was last year. It was, it was last year. year. It, was no, it was last year. It was last year, April, in L.A., and I smoked some sativa because I was actually thinking that it was going to help with my anxiety. I didn't know it was sativa, though. I thought it was indigo. And it was like, oh, indigo calms your anxiety down. So I smoked some sativa, put my anxiety through the roof. My wife was like, I hope you're not about to start running around here naked. So I put all my clothes on just in case. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. I just got really scared, man. But thank you, man. I appreciate it. I, <laughs> I was the only one that had that problem. No, sativa, any, any, I can't. That's why, that's why self-medication is not good. Because weed, weed makes my anxiety go through the roof. Always has. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. It's Leandra. Hey, Leandra. Do you suffer from anxiety? I do, yeah. Um, I suffer. It's hereditary in my family. A lot of things could trigger it, like overthinking. But I think one of the worst things as I've gotten older is, like, um, counting down how much time I have left with my mom and thinking about the day that she, you know, God forbid, passes away. And that's something that causes me a lot of anxiety like on my day-to-day -day. and that's so terrible man because instead of like just enjoying the moment of being with your mom now you know what i'm saying uh -huh. like that's yeah and that's the hardest part a hundred percent i'm sorry mama that's it's a tough okay, one that's a tough well, one to deal with because you know what's going to happen so you just almost like waiting for it that yeah that that's a tough one i know and i try to live in the moment as much as i can um but that's definitely something that that i find reoccurring that pops up but i want to thank you guys because something as simple as what you do and it may not even be as simple but it really does help like you guys always start my day off with laughter so for someone like me um it's like a medicine so i appreciate what y'all do thank, thank you very much hello who's this cat cat how are we, you we're doing good we're talking anxiety this morning 
Well, I am a mother of a nine-year-old, and he is the only source of anxiety that I have. Mm. Otherwise, I'm very easygoing. To a point where I actually tagged my kid. I got one of those GPS trackers for him. What you mean yeah. tagged him? You put uh, it in his... You could do that? You, you could get one of those kid watches that you oh, can watch. GPS track your child and know where they are. If they're getting home from school all right, if they reach their aunt's and uncle's house, whatever they're doing. Yeah, that's what I... actually call the phone and listen to the background to make sure there's no trouble going on. I'm going to take it a step further. I thought about chipping my kids. I definitely thought about that. Back in the day when they used to talk about that chip was the Illuminati and it was part of secret society and it was the market of beasts. I definitely thought about that too. Absolutely. I don't give a damn. Nope. Especially with all this human trafficking and all this other BS going around. Crystal. Yes. Hi. Good morning, guys. What gives you anxiety, mama? Commuting. Commuting. <laughs> um, I live in Jersey, so I drive into the city, and then I take the path train, which you guys know is a hot mess. So traffic so gives you anxiety. every morning, traffic, major, major anxiety. Um, and it doesn't get better. Here in Jersey, it's the worst. I'm sure it's worse in New York City, but... It's just terrible. I mean, I'm constantly looking at the clock, like, am I going to get to work on time? And then my heart starts palpitating, and I'm like, and then there's delays on the train, and it just, like, never ends. And I feel like, you on, I feel you on that. Yes, I absolutely feel you on that. I hate what sometimes when I'm in the car, and I get so anxious and nervous about things, and, like, I get road rage, and then I have to calm myself down. Yeah, you got to figure this like, one out, right, Mama, because there ain't nothing you can do I could do about it. Yeah, ain't nothing you can do with traffic. It's yeah, frustrating. That, that, is, that is the thing about traffic. Traffic is actually a good an analogy for life, though, because you just got to be patient. Like, there's nothing you can do. Like, you're just, you're just there. All right. Well, pick up Charlemagne's book. Is, I was about to say it's in theaters. It's in bookstores right now. My first book will be in theaters soon, though. But, um, yeah, Shook One Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me is definitely uh out in bookstores everywhere right now. And like I said, man, I'm not an expert at anything. You know, I'm just a guy that's sharing his experiences. So I'm sharing my experiences with anxiety, my experiences going to therapy, my experiences with PTSD and past trauma from, from when I was younger. And, you know, I got an expert in the book. His name is Dr. Ish Major. You know, he's a, a mental health therapist who graduated from the University of South Carolina. So everything that I explain in the book, he gives a clinical correlation for it. Mm -hmm. So you got your expert opinion in the book as well. Well, we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, we are going to talk about them. bleach, find out who is bleaching their skin and uh, what her explanation is for it. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kim Kardashian was on Alec Baldwin's new talk show, The Alec Baldwin Show on ABC. That and show she, looks horrible, by the way. And she talked about the first time that she saw Caitlyn Jenner cross-dressing. I found out when I was maybe 25. My mom was out of town, and I walked in on Caitlyn all dressed up. It was Bruce, but dressed up as a woman in the garage at my mom's house. And I ran in, packed a bag so fast, shaking, and ran out and called Courtney and said, I have to come spend the weekend with you. And I was hysterically crying. And she just was like, what is it? Did you know? Did you catch Bruce cheating? And I was like, I wish. I don't know what I just saw. Why does Alex Baldwin have a talk show? Y'all not tired of seeing old white men on TV? Like, I, I mean, goddamn. That, 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 when did this talk show start? I, I think it recently just started. I actually went, when I was doing Dr. Oz a couple weeks ago, I saw the sign, and it said Alex Baldwin show. I was like, Alex Baldwin got a show? Like a talk show? Who thought that Alex Baldwin would be a Alec. good person? Whatever. Who <laughs> thought he'd be a good person to host a talk show? 
All right. Well, I don't know. I haven't My seen. God. This is all I've seen so far. So I don't want to judge whether or not it's any good. Now, yeah, how you you know you haven't even seen it? You don't even know if it's good enough. I saw this interview he right saw here. A sign. And I'm looking. I'm looking at this conversation. I'm like, he can't even hold a conversation. Now, Kim Kardashian also talked about filming on the show and getting with Kanye and how she had to learn how to be more private. I was like, what is the hottest restaurant in Hollywood? Where can I go? Where can I be seen? And now it started with Kanye because he lived a more, you know, his his work life is very public. But then, like when he was off, he was very private. And so I had to kind of flip it and I now it's like on my time off I'm like where are the locations that I could go eat go on vacation where no one will see us where it's just all I want is privacy and I never thought I'd ever be to that point all right in addition to that she talks about Kanye being a Trump supporter I do believe she would still be in prison Alice and I spoke about this We, we spoke on the phone yesterday and we've spoke about this a few times she always says if it wasn't for Kanye speaking up in support of Trump, then she would still be in jail. And that was on Alice Johnson getting released from jail, getting a pardon. Well, you're going to have engages and resistance. Kanye and Kim choose to engage. He got something done. Who would you wear the MAGA hat to get free, though? That's the question. If you had to put the MAGA hat on mm. to get somebody free, who would it be? Mm. I don't know. That's a hard question. I'll have to research who's in jail mm. that I would like to get out. But Kanye also gave $73,000 to the mayoral candidate in Chicago, who Chance the Rapper is backing, um, Amara Enya. So just putting that out there. Y'all can't think of nobody off the top of your head y'all would throw the MAGA hat on to get free? Off the top of my head? Yeah. Mine would definitely be a political prisoner. Probably like Mumia Abu-Jamal, somebody like that. I'm sure I pronounced that all terribly just now. <laughs> but it would definitely be somebody in, mm-hmm. like that. All right, I would. Ha- I don't want to just say a name because I want to think about it. I would think about that harder than that. Hmm. All right, any family members? Now let's up. talk about love and hip hop no Atlanta. B. I thought Bobby about Max B first. Family Bobby Murder's coming home soon. What? Bobby Murder. All right, now let's talk about love and hip hop Atlanta. Um, Spice. We all know from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta has bleached her skin. Now, we don't know if she's doing this because of a song that she has out or if it's real, but she did post a video of herself. And here's what she had to say about her skin. All right, so I have a song called Black Hypocrisy. For basically, um, as a black woman, I think I'm mostly called black by my own race. And I, I, I'm trying to please them. So I'm, 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 I'm going to see what they have to say now that because of them, I've changed my complexion a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm just pleasing them. They're my bleach, they're my bleach on them skin, they're my bleach, they're like a browning. Stop it. Um, <laughs> you know, the song is called Black Hypocrisy, and it's funny because I was just reading this article about Vibes Cartel, and his son has actually just bleached his skin. I think his son is 13 years old, Lico Cartel. So Charlamagne, when you, when you bleach your skin, do you, you do your whole body? First of all, this is why you all have to stop saying I'm bleaching, because we have enough real evidence of real skin bleaching to see the difference, all right? All I did was get rid of my discoloration. discoloration I didn't, I didn't say you did anything. I was just asking. No, How does this I've work? Never, well, here's the song. Here's the song, Black Hypocrisy, that she was talking about, that she actually uh, bleached her skin. And she said it's the number one song, by the way. I get hate from my own race. Yes, that's a star. The same black people, them say I'm too black. And if you bleach out your skin, them same one for my chat. Well, since you say that I'm too black for you, I please you. All right. 
tell you what. I tell you what I just did. I just googled light colored spices because I'm trying to figure out what spice we gonna call her from now on that actually uh, fits her complexion. What you get? Uh, Bahara. What? Uh, Babir. What? Bukwe Garni. I don't know what these things look like. Let me see what this. My goodness. Does that look like her complexion right there? And no. Uh, well, she deleted everything off her Instagram, so you can't even go back. Not that we can't see what her skin was like before this. You're goddamn but... right. Does that you wear see? off before color? Does it wear off the bleaching? Do you know? Uh, I don't think yeah, so. I no. And you got you got to bleach like the whole the cream on your whole body, right? She killed her pigments because you can't just have like your your arms and then your private areas darker. Like it would just be weird. I don't know how it works, but I th- I'm pretty sure she killed her pigments. Mm. Pigments gone. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your report. No. Um. I don't know. I don't think you should if you bleached your skin. Do people Did anybody do ever that? read this book called Black No More? No. No. Oh. Why would I read such a thing? Do you know that people that do that know that they look stupider after the fact? <laughs> like, they have to. If they thought they looked bad dark skin. They look way worse. You don't think they look They look stupid whatever color they that do. is? They do. They do. All right. Peach well. gray. Well, the reason I was telling you about Black No More is, is kind of a... Um, satirical book but it's about bleaching your skin and finding out what it's like to live in the white world but it's a it's a satire you should read it all right it's well, a good book all right well that was your rumor report